as we prepare to hear the story of Christ's birth from Luke's gospel. Please join me in this prayer of illumination. Mighty God, the shepherds of old were full of your praises, saying that they had heard and seen, and it was now mirrored by what they had been told Move among us now with your Holy Spirit that we too might hear and experience the wonder and joy of the living word as we seek to welcome the written word into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hear now the word of the Lord from Luke 2, verses 1 through 20. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these things in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This, my friends, is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Recently, someone shared with me this image of the nativity that you see on the screen. It's a 19th century painting that has gone viral on social media recently. I think it's gone viral because it's deeply resonating with people. 
It's resonated with me, and perhaps it does with you, too. What we see here is a portrayal of that precious window of time following Christ's birth, and yet before all the fanfare of the visitors. This is the time before the shepherds come in rushing and jabbering about some angel choir, before travelers from afar show up bearing gifts. Here, in the dim light of this humble dwelling, all we have is the holy little family. To begin, our eyes focus on Mary, this young first-time mother. Look at her there. Mary is pictured here in the reality of most first-time mothers after childbirth. She is utterly exhausted. She is slumped on the floor, grabbing any moment of rest she can. Mothers, can you attest to this? Yes, been there. There's good reason for this. Recall all that Mary has been through recently. For the past nine months, she participated in this holy and yet incredibly tiring work of growing a child and her body. This young mother, probably somewhere between the ages of 12 to 15, get that, 12 to 15, she's probably feeling toward the end of her pregnancy that she can't be stretched any farther, either physically or emotionally. But it's then towards the end that things get really difficult, don't they? It's then when Mary is lugging around this giant bowling ball belly that she is forced to take a grueling 90-mile journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem. 90 miles, get that, all on foot or donkey. Now, just to give you some perspective, I am currently about six and a half months pregnant, not quite as large as she would have been at that point. And I sometimes get winded walking up and down the stairs. Sometimes the 15-minute car ride from home to church leaves me with horrible back pain. So imagine what Mary must have been feeling for 90 long, arduous miles on foot and donkey, ready to give birth. She makes it. And at the end of that difficult trip, Mary is then faced with the most difficult task of all, right? giving birth. If you've ever experienced childbirth, then you know that this part of the O Holy Night was probably anything but silent. Childbirth is a holy miracle, so, so holy, and it is a holy miracle marked by sweat and tears and blood. But Mary, she makes it through, and when it's all over, we find her here, slumped on the floor, full of joy, but utterly exhausted, grabbing any moment of rest she can. And yet in her midst, in the presence of her exhaustion, lies the baby. This baby who changes everything. 
Next in this painting, our eyes shift to Joseph. Joseph, the faithful and devoted husband and father, he also appears tired for good reason. We don't know if anyone else came to help with the childbirth. Perhaps it was Joseph alone left to coach his wife through labor and delivery. Joseph alone charged with keeping his young wife and tiny baby alive through this whole ordeal. Are any of you husbands and fathers tired already just thinking of that? He is justifiably tired with his wife. But on Joseph's face, I also see deep concern. Joseph's face carries the heavy weight of a first-time father, pondering that enormous responsibility that lies before him. Will he be a good enough dad? Will he be able to protect and provide for his family? This birth, it seems, was not a good start. His child being born far from home and the filth of animals surrounding them. Joseph has been told that his son is going to be the Messiah. That's a pretty big deal. So you better believe Joseph is feeling some pressure to raise his son well. At least, at the very least, to keep him alive. So Joseph's face is justifiably filled with some concern, overwhelmed maybe, considering the responsibility that lies before him. And yet here in his presence lies the baby. The baby who changes everything. Now, shift settings to a scene and characters not pictured in this painting, but told to us in Luke's gospel. Imagine now the fields where the shepherds are keeping watch over their flock by night. Consider the shepherds' lives. They are living in the fields every day, living in open, dirt-covered fields surrounded by dirt-covered animals, They work long hours all day and night doing pretty mundane work. Work that receives little pay, little praise. Their lives will be described by most as anything but extraordinary. Yet, out of nowhere, out of nowhere into their very ordinary lives, heaven breaks in. Into their everyday dirt-covered existence appears an angelic choir announcing peace on earth. It is precisely to these ordinary, humble folk that God chooses to announce his world-altering news. And at once the shepherds take off to Bethlehem. They come stumbling into this stable, jabbering about an angelic choir, and all who heard it We're amazed. They're amazed. All were amazed, including Mary and Joseph. In their new parent fatigue and worry, these messengers inspire new awe and wonder toward this little child, this child who changes everything. And Mary pondered all these words in her heart. 
I imagine that for the rest of her life, Mary pondered these words over and over and over again, pondered and prayed and pondered and prayed, because I'm sure that at many times, Mary found the shepherd's words perplexing. Peace on earth? Really, God? Because many times, I'm sure it didn't feel like peace on earth to Mary. Mary's life, as we later learn, would be filled with times of great distress and sorrow. And yet, in those times, I imagine that Mary would reflect back on these quiet, holy moments around the manger. Mary would recall how her newborn son seemed to light up the room, shining light in the darkness. Mary would remember how her newborn son breathed hope and courage into all the exhaustion and worry, making it slip away into joy. Mary would remember those treasured words of the shepherds, peace on earth. Yes, Mary, peace, peace on earth. For unto you is born a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. Unto you is born a child who changes absolutely everything. I love this 19th century painting of the nativity because it reveals our common human experience, doesn't it? It reveals what most of us likely in one way or another, have felt this past year at some point. I'm guessing that most of us here at some point perhaps have felt like Mary, exhausted, maybe physically, maybe emotionally, perhaps an illness or a family death or a relational tension has left you feeling tired. Perhaps you're simply tired from all the holiday travel and parties you've been doing lately. Perhaps sometime this past year you have felt like Joseph, overwhelmed by the responsibilities you carry. Perhaps at some point this year you felt like the shepherds. Maybe you have felt like your life is just too ordinary, too mundane, not filled with enough excitement or acknowledgement or significance. Well, friends, if you have felt any of these things, be prepared. For tonight, heaven comes crashing in to your world. Tonight, into our ordinary, everyday lives, the angelic choir breaks in once again, announcing to us this world-altering news, peace on earth. For unto you is born a child, a child who changes everything. Tonight, we are invited along with Mary to ponder on treasure all of these words in our hearts. Tonight, we are invited to ponder anew just what does this mean? Why is it significant? How is it that this child changes everything? My friends, all of the questions, the what, the why, the how, they are all answered by the who. The who who is lying in the manger, lighting up that room. Because this is not just any baby. 
contained within this fragile infant body is the very creator and sustainer of life itself. Within this fragile infant body is God himself. It is he who is the beginning and end of all that is. He is the one who upholds the stars and lays the foundations of the world of the earth. He is the one in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge contained in this fragile infant body. It is through this Jesus, this word made flesh, that the very womb of Mary herself was formed the womb into which he later placed himself. So this infant in the manger is not just any baby. This baby is God, and his presence on earth changes everything. For through the birth of Jesus, folks, heaven has broken into earth. In Jesus, God now dwells with us, with mortals And in Jesus, we see all of God's promises being fulfilled. For it is through Jesus that we are saved from our sins, through Jesus that we are reconciled to God, through Jesus that all the evil and suffering we experience in this life is defeated. Through Jesus, we are promised that there is a coming day in which Jesus will reign forever in power and all the forces of darkness will be extinguished by his light. Once and for all. All contained within this infant body. Jesus. And friends, even now that light dwells with us. Like the newborn babe emanating light on his weary and overwhelmed parents, Jesus shines light upon us, brightening every dark corner of our lives. And because of this Jesus, our perspective is forever changed. Sure, the exhaustion and concern and grief and ordinariness of life may still be there, just as they are in this painting, but so too is the baby. So too in our lives is God himself present. And that changes absolutely everything. Therefore, brothers and sisters, let us join with the angels in declaring glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace. For unto us is born a child who is the Messiah, the Lord. He is the child who changes absolutely everything. To close, I invite us to ponder anew the mystery of this child by watching a short creative video. I hope that this video may help us this Christmas to be amazed in a new way. Just as Mary and Joseph were amazed at that first Christmas when the shepherds arrived with their announcement, I pray that we too may be drawn into the deep amazement of the Christ child and that we, like Mary, might treasure all these things in our hearts. Let us now ponder the mystery.